Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah Most gracious Most merciful Become acquainted with Islam By Dr. Munqidh bin Mahmud As-Sagr Who is a researcher in Muslim World League Edited by the Vista This is a series in culture, history and beliefs Part 4 See Comprehensiveness and Stability Islam is Allah's last message and His everlasting word until the day of judgment. Thus Allah has blessed humanity with all what is good for them in this world and the hereafter and completed his graces by his laws. This day I have perfected your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and have chosen for you Islam as your way of life, as your religion. Allah says in the Holy Quran. Islam is a comprehensive religion, rather way of life that includes the entire life aspects and issues. It is a religion of worship, a set of moral, social, economical, political laws which ensure the happiness of individuals and the society in this world and the hereafter. Islam organizes the person's relations from the time of birth until death. It protects his, her rights even before birth and after death. During human life, Islam organizes their behavior by its laws which guides them in their relations with their families and their communities. Furthermore, Islam arranges the person's relationships with the whole universe, including animals, living and non-living things. There is not an animal that lives on the earth, nor a being that flies on its wings, but forms part of communities like you. Nothing have we omitted from the book, and they all shall be gathered to their Lord in the end. The Holy Quran, chapter 6, verse 38. Islam organize, sorry, Islam laws organize the community and ensure the rights and duties of its individuals. They organize the relationship between the Muslim nation with other nations, the far and the near. We have sent down to thee the book explaining all things, a guide, a mercy, and glad tidings to Muslims. The Holy Quran, chapter 16, verse 89. These Islamic laws fulfill the entire human needs. They look after his or her body without neglecting the soul. They lead to the happiness in the hereafter, but do not neglect this word, and they control and curb the community and look after its matters. In the same time, they fulfill the individual's needs and protect his rights. They form an extraordinary balance, no negligence or immoderation, no wonder because Allah, the Almighty, the Most Kind, the Omniscience, organizes them. The Holy Quran and the Sunnah 
mention the merits of the Islamic law in many verses and passages. They form an extraordinary balance. No negligence or immoderation. No wonder because Allah, the Almighty, the Most Kind, the Omniscience, organizes them. The Holy Quran and the Sunnah mention the merits of the Islamic law in many verses and passages. One of them is the following verse. Allah, the Almighty, says in the Quran the meaning of which, but seek with the wealth which Allah has bestowed on thee, the home of the hereafter, nor forget thy portion in this world, but do thou good as Allah has been good uh, to thee, and seek not occasions for mischief in the land. For Allah loves not those who do mischief. The Holy Quran, chapter 28, verse 77. If the hereafter is the target and the wish, life is the means and the way. In another verse, Allah, glorified be he, describes men of faith as they spend their money moderately. Those who, when they spend, are not extravagant and not niggardly, but hold a just balance between those extremes. The Holy Quran, chapter 25, verse 67. And Allah, the Almighty, says to his prophet, May peace and a blessing fall upon him and the Muslims, Make not thy hand tied like a nigger's to thy neck, nor stretch it forth to its utmost reach, so that thou become blameworthy and destitute. The Holy Quran, chapter 17, verse 29. Guiding his companion, Uthman bin Mal'un, when he sought the spiritual Highness of his soul by torturing his body, as he intended to abandon sleep, woman, and dedicated himself to fasting. Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessing of Allah, corrected him. He, the Prophet, said, Uthman, do you intend to leave my tradition or my sunnah? I sleep and pray, fast and not fast, and I marry women. Therefore, you should fear Allah. Glorified is he, you have obligatory duties to your wife and family, to your guest and to yourself. Thus you should fast and eat, pray and sleep. Consoling the issues of this world and the hereafter, Allah, glorified be he, says, O you who believe. When the call is proclaimed to prayer on a Friday, the day of assembly, hasten earnestly to the remembrance of Allah. And leave off business and traffic. That is best for you if you but knew. And when the prayer is finished, then may ye disperse through the land and seek of the bounty of Allah. And celebrate the praises of Allah often and without stint. That ye may prosper. Quran chapter 62 verses 9 and 10. When some of his companions decided to abandon woman and life and its pleasure, he explained to them that this is wrong. He, the prophet, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, said, The previous nations were 
perished by punishment because of their strictness and torturing to themselves those who contain themselves inside monasteries and hermitages. Worship Allah, glorify be, and join no other with him. Perform the pilgrimage and the minor pilgrimage and be righteous so other people will follow. Then Allah, the Almighty, revealed the following verse. O ye who believe, make not unlawful the good things which Allah hath made lawful for you, but commit no excess, for Allah loves not those given to excess. The Holy Quran, chapter 5, verse 87. D. Realistic Idealism Humans design and invent laws longing to achieve idealism which is impossible to obtain. The Platonic righteous kingdom existed and did not exceed his mind and his pen. Nevertheless, some people would submit to reality and adapt themselves and their principles with a specific situation confessing of that situation compulsion. When the Western societies failed to forbid alcohol, adultery, and other issues, they had no choice but to accept things as they are, permitting these issues that threaten human race with diseases and social uh, disasters and disorders. Prophet Muhammad, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, announced that whenever a society declares acceptance of abominations, Plague and many other diseases, which was never in the past, was there, will spread among them. Islam is a realistic and idealistic religion. It's reality built on behavior that human practice, uh, that humans practice every day. And it is ideal for it reforms a righteous community and does not accept living with sin and depravity. Its reality appears from the congruity of its laws with the human nature and the fulfilling of their needs, of which Allah, the Almighty, knew. Thus He, the Almighty, Allah, made laws that suit them. Should He not know, He that created, and He is the one that understands the finest mysteries and is well acquainted with them. Holy Quran, chapter 67, verse 14. Islam does not forbid marriage, nor it forbids divorce for those whose life is impossible together. But if they disagree and must part, Allah will provide abundance for all from his all-reaching bounty. For Allah is he that cares for all and is aware. The Holy Quran, chapter 4, verse 130. Islam does not ask us to accept offense and give the left cheek to the one who slapped the right, but it has laws that defend offense and stop the guilty from exceeding the proper limits. Yet, it also asks us to be tolerant and uh, forgiving. The recompense for an injury is an injury equal thereto in degree. But if a person forgives and makes reconciliation, his reward is due from Allah. For Allah loves not those who do wrong. But indeed, if any do help and defend themselves after wrong done to them, against such there is no cause of blame. The Quran chapter 42 verses 40 and 41. 
This congruity between idealism and reality appears in Islam uh, graduation in treating the diseases and the sins in community. When the Prophet وسلم, may peace and a blessing fall be upon him was sent to people who drank alcohol like drinking water, he forbid alcohol gradually. First, Allah the Almighty pointed to its bad effects so that those who have sound reason and strong will would leave it. They ask thee concerning wine and gambling. Say, in them is a great sin and some profit for men, but the sin is greater than the profit. They ask thee, they ask thee how much they are to spend. Say, what is beyond your needs? Thus doth Allah make clear to you his signs, in order that ye may consider. Holy Quran, chapter 2, verse 219. Alcohol has limited benefits as trading, but it has many, many other bad effects. Then Allah, the Almighty, forbade Muslims to drink it in daytime because it prevents them from performing the prayer on, on time. So the time of drinking alcohol became limited. O you who believe, approach not prayers with a mind, be fogged until you can understand all that ye say. Quran chapter 4 verse 43. When this Quranic verse was revealed, the prophets, peace be upon him, companions felt that Allah was emphasizing on alcohol drinking. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, prayed to Allah by saying, O oh, our Lord Allah, show us a final verdict about drinking alcohol. Allah then revealed the following verse. O oh, you who believe, intoxicants and gambling, dedication of stones and divination by arrows are an abomination of Satan's handiwork. Eschew such abomination that ye may prosper. Satan's plan is but to excite enmity and hatred between you with intoxicants and gambling and hinder you from the remembrance of Allah and from prayer. Will you not then abstain? The Holy Quran chapter 5 verses 90 and 91. Then when Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, heard this verse, he said, we will give it up completely. Aisha, Prophet Muhammad's wife, may Allah be pleased with her, said the first verses that was uh, that were revealed of the Holy Quran are chapters that contain descript description of the paradise and the hell fire and the hell fire. When people were convinced uh, were convinced when people were convinced they embraced Islam, the verses about the lawful and forbidden were revealed. When people were convinced and embraced Islam, the verses about the lawful and forbidden were revealed. If the first verse was, do not drink wine, then they would say, we will never give it up. And if it was, do not commit adultery, they would say, we will never give it up. In his book, the heritage of Islam, for that reason and many others, the Orientalist Joseph uh, Shasset or Shacht 
a lecturer of Islamic studies in the universities of Oxford and Walden, encourages people to study the Islamic law. He said, the most important heritage of Islam is its law, which is called Sharia. Islamic law or Sharia is clearly different from all kinds of laws to the point that makes studying it necessary to understand fully the legal matters. Islamic law is a unique law. It is a set of commandments that uh, organizes each Muslim's life in every way, and it includes laws that related uh, laws that are related to worship and religious rights and teachings, political and law matters. Second, purposes of Islamic law. <coughs> the purpose of the Islamic law is for humans to achieve happiness in this world and the hereafter by following the law of adopting the good and neglecting uh, the bad or forbidding the bad. The Islamic law does not command anything that is not good for people and it does not forbid anything that is not bad for them. <coughs> they ask thee concerning women's courses, say they are a hurt and a pollution. So keep away from women in their courses and do not approach them until they are clean. But when they have purified themselves, you may approach them in any manner, time, or place ordained for you by God. For God or Allah loves those who turn to him constantly and he loves those who keep themselves pure and clean. Quran chapter 2 verse uh, 222. Islamic law, Islamic law was made to protect five things, religion, self, mind, offspring and property, which are the main rights of human in this life. A. Protection of religion. Because religion is the main reformer in every aspect of human life, it was normal for laws to protect it, considering it one of the human rights and the most important right by making laws that help to protect it from everything that might affect it. The Quran, the Quran has mentioned the Quran has mentioned worships that establish faith and protect it in the believer's hearts. Some are mentally, such as thinking and meditating of Allah's creation to realize His greatness, and some are physically, mentally, uh, and some are physically, mentally, such as prayers, or physically, such as fasting, or financially, like alms giving or charity, or mentally, financially, such as performing uh, pilgrimage. To protect faith and religion, Allah forbade believing in someone else except Allah, either by belief or by action. He, the Almighty, forbade everything that leads to uh, such an exaggeration of obeying the prophets and the righteous, to believe they are agents between Allah and His creation, and to believe that good or bad is in anyone else's hand except Allah. Allah obligated the community and the government to protect religion, to ease the means of practicing it, thus it must defend it, prevent everything that leads to disobedience and disbelieving uh, by stopping the guilty and performing the punishments according to the law. B. Protection of human life. Life is Allah's gift to human and no one has the right to trespass it, even the person himself. Allah creates humans and honors them to perform his task on earth and to test their capabilities of performing, of worshipping him. Islam protected humanity by its laws, 
or Islam protects humanity by its laws, it obligates the community to look after the poor and give them <coughs> the basic needs, shelter, food, drink, clothing, and other needs of life. It obligates charity and almsgiving, which come under the law of cooperation and helping one another among individuals and organizations to achieve social solidarity in the society. Islam guarantees a good and noble life for humanity, thus forbidding humiliation, annoyance, and harm. And those who annoy believing men and women undeservedly bear on themselves a, a calumny and a glaring sin. <coughs> Quran, chapter, Quran chapter 33 verse 58. Islam considers aggression or assault upon human life as a great crime and one of the seven serious crimes in life which destroys both religion and life. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, warn Muslims, said, avoid the seven great sins. His companions, may Allah be pleased with them all, asked, what are they? He, the Prophet, may peace and blessing of Allah be upon him, replied, joining others with Allah, the Almighty, in worship or other issues, magic, killing a person, except by right and fair judgment, earning money by interest, misuse and benefiting from an orphan's money, running away from the battle, and defamation, uh, the faithful, pure woman who did nothing wrong. Allah the Almighty considers the aggression or assault upon one soul as equal to the aggression or assault upon the entire human race. On that account, we ordained for the children of Israel that if anyone slew a person, unless it be for murder or for spreading mischief in the land, it would be as if he slew the whole people. And if anyone saved a life, it would be as if he saved the life of the whole people. Then although there came to them our apostles with the clear signs, yet even after that, many of them continued to commit excesses in the land. Quran chapter 5 verse 32. The Holy Quran describes Muslims who avoid slaying innocent people, which the Holy Quran calls them the souls that Allah has made sacred, as true Muslim believers. The Holy Quran says, Those who invoke not with Allah any other God, nor slay such life as Allah has made sacred except for just cause, nor commit fornication, and any that does this not only meets punishment, and any that does this not only meets punishment, sorry, and any that does this meets punishment. The Quran, chapter 25, verse 68. The Quranic verses continue to warn attempts on the life of innocent people and give the wrong person the right to ask for fair and just punishment for his or her opponent nor take life which Allah has made sacred except for just cause. And if anyone is slain wrongfully, we have given his heir authority to demand qisas or to forgive qisas retribution. But let him not exceed bounds, but let him not exceed, but let him not exceed bounds in the matter of taking life for he is helped by the law. Quran chapter 17 verse 33. The Islamic law of equality is one important warranty that prevents the spreading of crime. The person who knows that killing another person will definitely lead to his or her own death will avoid committing such crime. Consequently, people will feel safe 
live in peace and enjoy the right of living. The Holy Quran says in the law of equality there is saving of life to you, O you men of understanding, that ye may restrain yourselves. Holy Quran chapter 2 verse 179. To preserve and keep this great principle protecting the lives of people, the Holy Quran legislates jihad for the sake of protecting the weak from uh, persecution and death. And why should you not fight in the cause of Allah and of those who, being weak, are ill-treated and oppressed? Men, women, and children whose cry is, Our Lord, rescue us from this town whose people are oppressors and raise for us from thee one who will protect and raise for us from thee one who will help. Those who believe fight in the cause of Allah and those who reject faith fight in the cause of evil. Those who believe fight in the cause of Allah and those who reject faith fight in the cause of, cause of evil. So fight ye against the friends of Satan. Feeble indeed the cunning of Satan. Holy Quran chapter 4 verses 75 and 76. I need to mention here that the first life that Allah forbids aggression upon is the person's own life. The person who commits suicide or harms himself or herself will be subject to grave and harsh penalties and punishment. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, Whoever jump, whosoever jumps from a mountain, drinks poison with the intention of killing himself or herself will be in the hellfire forever. Whosoever kills himself or herself with a piece of iron, he will continuously do the same to himself or herself in the hereafter while he or she in the hereafter and remain forever. C. Protection of the mind. The mind, the ability to reason, and the ability to understand are properties of humanity which Allah gives to us and honors us above the other creations. We have honored the sons of Adam, provided them with transport on land and sea, given them for sustenance things good and pure, and conferred on them special favors above a great part of our creation. The Holy Quran, chapter 17, verse 70. Islam considers the mind entrusted and responsible for religious and secular responsibilities. The mind is the means that leads and guides a person to know the great facts which Allah asks us to discover using sound reasoning and not just blind faith. Or have they taken for worship other gods besides him? Say, bring your convincing proofs. Bring your convincing proof. Holy Quran chapter 21 verse 24. The mind leads anyone who thinks deeply and reasonably of this universe to the existence of Allah and his characteristics. Behold, in the creation of the heavens and the earth and the alternation of night and day, there are indeed signs for men of understanding. The Holy Quran, chapter 3, verse 190. Islam forbids neglecting the mind doing its duties of showing and leading a person to the truth, welfare, and the goodness of his or her life on earth and in the hereafter. Therefore Allah, the Almighty, forbids a magic, sorcery, and any other deeds that affect our mind and prevent it from performing its duties. Furthermore, Islam forbids alcohol in all its forms and considers it a satanic abomination and deceiving uh, and deception to humans in which Satan wants to destroy the relationship between the person and his or her Lord Allah by making him or her 
imbibe alcohol and keep him or her away from prayer and other worship. In addition, Satan in this way intends to destroy the social relationships the social relationships between people. Allah says, O you who believe, intoxicants and gambling, dedication of stones and divination by arrows are an abomination of Satan's handiwork. Eschew such abomination that you may prosper. Satan's plan is but to excite enmity and hatred between you with intoxicants and gambling and hinder you from the remembrance of Allah and from prayer. Will ye not then abstain? Holy Quran chapter 5 verse 90 or verses 90 and 91. D. Protection of progeny. Sexual reproduction is the means that keeps human species in existence. And for that reason, Allah the Almighty creates the sexual impulse in both sexes. Allah the Almighty calls humans to keep their progeny by forming families through marriage, which Islam considers is the only lawful way of having children and maintaining our species. Islam encourages marriage and uh, states its rules restraints and duties in a perfect social system which organizes the relationships between the husband and wife and among the family in general. Islam also imposes a number of duties on the parents toward their children. Among these are to raise and educate them well, to care for them, to meet their needs and many other things which are the requirements of ideal parenthood. In addition, Islam forbids aggression on the child by burying him or her alive or by intentional abortion, and considers it a great sin. Kill not your children for the fear of want. We shall provide sustenance for them as well as for you. Verily, the killing of them is a great sin, the Quran states in the meaning of a witch. That is in chapter 17, verse 31. In order to protect the family, Islam forbids adultery, any other shameful deeds, and whatever leads to these deeds, such as the mixing of men and women, nor come nigh or near to adultery, for it is a shameful deed and an evil opening the road to other evils. The Holy Quran, chapter 17, verse 32. In addition, Islam imposes the wearing of a veil for women in front of strange men to avoid seduction and sexual desire. For in Islam, women are precious jewels protected from being trifled with misuse and abuse. Allah the Almighty says in the meaning of which, O Prophet, tell thy wives and daughters and the believing women that they should cast their outer garments over their persons when abroad. That is most convenient that they should be known as such and not molested. And Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. The whole Quran chapter 17 verse 59. E. Protection of property. Property is the mainstay of life, and Islam considers it as a laws which he, Allah, makes man a guardian over it and allows him or her to earn them in lawful ways and use them moderately. Islam encourages work, production, and earning money and other property by lawful means. It is he who has made the earth manageable for you. So traverse you through its tracts and enjoy of the sustenance which he furnishes. But unto him, Allah, is the resurrection. Quran chapter 67 verse 15. 
In this regard, the Prophet Muhammad, may peace and the blessing of Allah be upon him, awakens the Muslims' desire to work and considers work as worship that brings the person closer to Allah, the Almighty. He, the Messenger of Allah, says or said, No earning is better than what the person earns from his own work and what and whatsoever the man spends and whatsoever the man spends in lawful matters on himself his wife his children his family and his servant is charity once the prophet's companions noticed activeness and the hard work of a man they asked the prophet saying they asked the prophet saying by saying we wish that his hard work was for the cause of Allah. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, replied, If he did so to care for his children, his old parents, or for himself in lawful deeds, it is for Allah's cause. And if he did so for pride and hypocrisy, then it is for Satan's cause. There are two types of earnings. One is pleasant and the other is noxious. The pleasant earning is the substance that one earns in lawful ways, such as trading, manufacturing, agriculture, and public and private employment. O you who believe, eat of the good things that we have provided for you, and be grateful to Allah, if it is Him you worship. Quran chapter 2 verse 172. The noxious earning is the property that one earns in exploitive ways, such as lending money with interest lending money with interest, bribes, tricks, and trading in goods that are harmful to humanity. And do not eat up your property among yourselves for vanities, nor use it as bait for the judges, with intent that ye may eat up wrongfully and knowingly a little of other people's property. The Holy Quran, chapter 2, verse 188. In this regard, Islam has a comprehensive principle. Allah the Almighty says, he allows them as lawful what is good and pure and prohibits them from what is bad and impure. Holy Quran chapter 7 verse 157. Thus any earning that does not harm the person who earns it or others is a lawful and a pleasant and the remainder of the earnings are noxious and forbidden. Islam also guides how to spend money correctly. It does not allow one to spend as he or she wishes, squandering and spending without control and neglecting paying the rights of the poor are satanic deeds. Allah the Almighty says, and render to the kindred their due rights, as also to those in want and to the wayfarer, but squander not your wealth in the manner of a spendthrift. Verily spendthrifts are brothers of the evil once and the evil one is to his lord himself ungrateful the quran chapter 17 verses 26 and 27 these properties are allah's giving and means that he made us as heirs and guardians to use them for lawful purposes and the greatest deed among these lawful deeds is to spend and give charity to the poor and the needy Allah the Almighty says, give them something yourselves out of the means which Allah has given to you. Quran chapter 24 verse 33. And spend in charity out of the substance 
whereof he has made you heirs. For those of you who believe and spend in charity, for them is a great reward. Holy Quran, chapter 57, verse 7. Islamic laws and instructions protect these five essentials, which are important human rights. Whosoever considers and practices them, Allah the Almighty will reward him or her with happiness in this life and the hereafter. Whomsoever ignores and turns away from them will face misery and punishment on the day of judgment. Whosoever follows my guidance will not lose his way nor fall into misery. But whosoever turns away from my message, verily for him is a life narrowed down, and we shall raise him up blind on the day of judgment. He will say, O my Lord, O my Lord, why hast thou raised me up blind while I had sight before? Allah will say, Thus didst thou when our signs came unto thee, disregard them, you disregard them. So wilt thou this day be disregarded. So will, so wilt thou, so will you this day be disregarded. The Holy Quran, chapter 20, uh, verses 123 to 126. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part four.